Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Whoa. Whoa. Let's go. Let's go! Paulie is uh, digging in the crates. You are now in the mix with DJ Vincent Von Vincent on The Fan. Vincent Von Vincent, Triple V on the fan. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear this. Slaughter Gang, OVO. It's for the younger folks. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan, KM to AM inside the 9 o'clock hour as we proceed. Uh, reading Ian O'Connor's article today in the New York Post about you know this whole thing with Daniel Jones, and he seems more optimistic than I do. I think he feels like the Derek Carr signing does not have much to do with what potentially Daniel Jones gets. I think it does. How could it not? If they're negotiating and this comes, it's like, well, hey, we'll take a look over here. $40 million is where I'm at. Call me up if you think he's coming in, Daniel Jones, at north of $40 million. Call me up if you think he's coming in just south of $40 million. I think he's coming in just south of $40 million. But I am not a capologist. I am not a GM. I've used the term finagle. I don't know how they are going to structure this contract so it doesn't hurt them so much against the cap. The cap is um, around $50 million. So if they tag him tomorrow at $32.4 million, and I know the cap can be removed as they negotiate, but it's just like it doesn't make sense to me, and I don't think it makes sense to him. And what we know is both sides want each other. And Ian O'Connor writes that in this article, right? It's clear that the Giants want their quarterback and that their quarterback wants to be a giant. But, man, it's just uh, it's business, folks. We got to wait and see. But at least now we're getting closer to knowing. And now we're closer to knowing with, you know, this Derek Carr news. It's Aaron Rodgers or what for the Jets? I think we're heading towards the or what. I don't know exactly what is on the mind of Aaron Rodgers, and none of us can know. I don't know when we get that information. I know Tuesdays he pops up on Pat McAfee's show would be a good time for him to resurface tomorrow with the deadline approaching at 4 p.m. He'll be on there before then. Keep it locked on the fan. I'm sure from Tiki and Tierney to Carton and Roberts, we'll have a close eye on it and we'll be talking about it. I can't wait to see how it shakes out. But, you know, also Saquon Barkley's involved. You could tag Barkley like I just was talking about with Tony Pollard because, like, to be honest with you, man, this, this Cowboy stuff is getting exhausting. You got Mike McCarthy talking about wanting to run the ball, and I know I you know I, I know this isn't um, 103.5 the fan in Dallas, but there's definitely Cowboys fans listening, and I think it's a cautionary tale for your own teams, right? You can have talent, but if you don't play the cap situation right, if you don't pay the right guys, like your team can take a hit, and the Giants want to take a step forward, and I think they can. But I also think it's going to be tougher next year. They're not sneaking up on anyone. The schedule is going to be tough. For them to be a team next year that wins, let's say, 10 games and goes on and, and gets to the you know divisional round or, or beyond, you need weapons. You need other guys on that defense. And, yeah, your same quarterback and running back coming back is great for morale, their captains, 
people have their jerseys, but at the same time, man, they want to win too. So you got to kind of work with the organization. We'll see. 877-337-6666. I think we're at least going to give this Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jets conversation a little bit more uh, time, and then uh, as well as Daniel Jones and uh, Saquon Barkley and the Giants, at least this next you know 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. Once we get into the 10 o'clock hour and I have two hours left, it's pretty much open for, you know, overreaction to spring training, whether it's on the Mets side, whether it's on the Yankees side. Jason Dominguez is at the plate right now. Yankees fans, if you're not watching, yes. I've already said I've been trying to watch this game, but it's hard to watch a baseball game with a pitch clock now <laughs> and do anything else. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's get back to the phones. Patrick is in Queens. You got it, Pat. Yeah, hi. Um since we're talking football tonight, uh, why don't we get out the hammer and hit the Jets with it again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's time. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm a 75-year-old Jet fan. That's 130 in Jet years, okay? And uh, I had, look, I had cataract surgery earlier today, and I can still see that how the Jets' misplaced affinity for Zach Wilson is – Screwing this franchise again. Mm -hmm. That's okay. what got us here. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, okay, so what did Derek Carr get? He got, what, four years, right? The the money isn't as important to the Jets as the time. Um, their Jets, unless they can get Rodgers, they're going to be going to guys who are going to want more than a year or two to have uh, the ephemeral Zach Wilson uh, sitting behind them. They're going to want a real contract, a real NFL contract with real time on it. And are the Jets going to be willing to give that? Or are they still going to be waiting for Godot? You tell me. Waiting on who? Godot. It's a, it was a play. <laughs> I'm not, Paulie, are you familiar with Godot? I was just like, who's Godot? Yeah, waiting for Godot. Yeah, it was a... <laughs> It was a uh, very important play about two. <laughs> I got it on the internet. Waiting for Godot, okay. spelled G-O-D-O-T. That is correct. The Jets are waiting for Godot, effectively, here. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the call, Patrick. And, yeah, you know, I've tried to stay away from the constant, Aaron Rodgers, he's got to be here. He's got to be the guy. Derek Carr sucks. Aaron Rodgers can take you to a Super Bowl because it's just – Man, we, we've we've beaten a dead horse with it. But today is a time to, like you said, take the hammer out and clunk the Jets on the head again. Like, come on, stupid. Look where you've ended up. You had a number two overall pick. Could have had Justin Fields. And I understand, you know, people don't think Justin Fields is that great. But I think he's going to be better. Could have had another quarterback besides Zach Wilson. Maybe a Mac Jones. Maybe a Trey Lance. Maybe Trey Lance doesn't get hurt. Uh could have had somebody else. And uh, the Zach Wilson mistake has now led you down the path of we need a veteran quarterback. In year three with this guy, he ain't it. He wasn't it year one or two. But you stayed steadfast on him being the guy, on him having it. You're still endorsing him, and you're still talking about the fact that he's going to be able, and I don't know if that is to sell him potentially. You know, He's got to get in a couple of preseason games. <laughs> he's got to show something because right now all anyone can remember is that Thursday night football national game where they had to go to Chris Treveller and fans threw his jersey on the field. An all-time bad ending for the kid. Like You supported the kid, but you had to bench him, make him inactive, and then reactivate him. Like It's not, it's not really uh, working. And now here you are in a situation where Derek Carr was a free agent. And maybe Derek Carr never wanted to actually be a Jet. I know Jets fans read into the fact that David Carr went on NFL Network after his visit and wore a green tie. So the green tie told some people that, hey, his brother was interested in coming to Florham Park. Nope. Nope. No. He's a saint. He went to the first place that he had the opportunity to go while he was still a Raider. And that contract is great for him, and it's a great opportunity. Like I said, he's not going to be playing in the cold because there's so many fans that I heard call a fan, oh, he's not a cold-weather quarterback. He's not going to be able to play here. I said this guy was driving around North Jersey listening to the fan. He heard enough. All he had to hear was WFAN for one hour or less to say, oh, no, these guys don't want me here. These fans don't want me here. And 
now he's not. He's signing with the Saints. So where does that leave the Jets and the Jets fans? Waiting for Goodell. And that's not a really, like, solid place to be, especially when Goodell, um, I'm guessing, I don't know the characters of Goodell. I'm reading the Wikipedia on it. It's a play by Samuel Beckett in which two characters, yada, yada, yada. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy I'd want to be waiting on. He's too much of a wild card. Part of him could say, yeah, I love all the attention. I want to go to New York and seize that opportunity. Part of him could say, no, no, sir, not me. I went in the darkness and I didn't see anything about New York. I want to be right here in Green Bay. Or mystery team come into play, trade me anywhere but New York. Rob is in Irvington, New York on the fan. Hello, Rob. Hey. Um, hi, Keith. How are you? I'm good. You know, uh, hosting the show. Yeah, congratulations on the pregnancy, by the way. Thanks. It's a, it's a great time for the next uh, few months to, to spend time listening and listening really well. I'm trying, <laughs> man. I'm trying, man. Uh, shout out to my wife. She's the one that deserves all of the... Uh, Respect and congratulations, and she's a champ. She's holding it down. We're almost there. No question about it. Um, again, I I really appreciate uh, your openness to the uh, to the casual fan, and I'm I'm one of those. And I want to thank uh, Paul for letting for getting the call through. Um, and my thought about um, about uh, Daniel Jones is this. Um, if you want to be a championship team, a team that excites people, a team that really drives toward the finish line and has people rooting and cheering, the quarterback has to be the spear point. I mean, you don't have to be all, all around great in every aspect, but if you've got an arm like Marino or, or, or you can scramble like Michael Vick or you can throw from the hip across the field like, uh, like Mahomes, you got something, and that will pull the other players up to their level. And G- and uh, uh, Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, no question about it. Uh, set the money aside for the moment. I mean, that's based on a lot of metrics and so on. But I really think you can't settle for good enough to become a championship team. And it, it, that's why I'm I'm like kind of excited about about Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets for all the problems that uh, he may he may pose. He is a, uh, a luminary among quarterbacks, and that's going to bring some juice to uh, Jets fans. And I want to see the same thing for the for the Giants. I want to see something better than good enough. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, I mean, going back to his statement about casual fans, you know, I used to open up and say casual fans, bandwagon fans, diehard fans, fairweather fans, come one, come all. This is the fan. However you became a fan, whatever whatever team you root for, whatever you know, whatever you don't know, come join the conversation. And the conversation around Daniel Jones, I think there are a lot of people that are saying, pay him. This is what the market is for a quarterback. It's It's... It's what you got to pay a guy after he had the year like Daniel Jones had. And there's others saying, okay, the year that Daniel Jones had wasn't that impressive. We could pay him and still take a step back. Then what? We pay him and don't have money with this cap situation to bring in defensive talent, offensive talent. Is it smart to pay him? It's tough. It's, you know, I wouldn't want, I don't envy Joe Shane right now in year one. You know, you didn't pick up this guy's fifth-year option, and he balled out. And he didn't ball out to the point where you're looking at his number. Like, if this would be a different conversation if he led the league in touchdowns passing. But it's it's still a conversation. And uh, it, it's, it's interesting on the other side of the field, right? The Jets and Giants share a stadium. And on the other side, like, man, it, it's a quarterback-driven league. And there's not that many of these guys. They don't grow on trees. There's not that many of these guys that actually, like, if you're a team competing, which the Giants now we consider a team competing for a championship. They made the playoffs. They won a game. We expect them to get better. We expect them to build on it. You need a quarterback. So instead of them going into free agency or going with uh, Tyrod Taylor or even drafting their own, which I still think, they like, this is a quarterback-heavy draft, they may want to look 
and maybe draft a kid. Who knows when? Like you, you got to lock up Daniel Jones because he led this team this far. He is the quarterback of this team. They, you know, they got to find a way to sign him. And Shane hasn't been shy about talking about using the tag on him. So that could very well happen. And then with this whole Derek Carr thing today, and we see the numbers that he got: 150 million, 100 million guaranteed. But like after two years, they can get out of that deal if he's not that great or if it doesn't work out. You know, these teams are protecting themselves. There's a, to- a ton of good quarterbacks on the way. And we're going to find out this week, I think, one way or another on both sides. I think Daniel Jones is the quarterback for the Giants. I don't think I don't think Giants fans have to worry about that. I don't think there's a situation. I think I might have heard maybe Tiki and Tierney talking about, like, you know, drafting a young quarterback. You have Tyrod Taylor here to be the starter until that young quarterback is potentially ready. I think that's risky business. I wouldn't want to go that route. I'd, I'd be... You know, focus on Daniel Jones because I think he can take a step forward in year two with Kafka again, with Dayball again. Uh, I don't. I think that'd be too big of a risk. Thinking Tyrod Taylor, he's small. As we're talking about these small quarterbacks, he's not a big guy. He could be hurt in the preseason. Then what? Then you don't have Daniel Jones. Like, who would be paying Daniel Jones this money though? Right? I guess maybe the Panthers, <laughs> maybe the Jets. I think I heard some of that conversation today on the fan. But yeah, as much as I did not want to have the Aaron Rodgers conversation. The past few weeks, I knew this would be the week to really talk about it, and now the chips are falling. You know what Geno Smith is making. You know what Derek Carr is making, and uh, they'll be playing for the Seahawks and the Saints. Those guys have their quarterbacks, right? Those teams have their quarterbacks. Now we're trying to figure this thing out before we actually get to it, and it's on the way. Let's go to Nick in Teaneck, New Jersey, next up on the fan. What's up, Nick? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Wish I could really watch this Yankees game a little bit more, but I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Oh, I haven't tried to watch that. It's spring training. It's it's really it really does that. not matter. I, I I don't stress that enough. We are reading way too much in the spring training. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is ever coming to, to the Jets. I think he's going to stay stay where he is. He he owes his fans. He's got to know his fans were part of what made him. Sure. And he owes him another Super Bowl. What do you get? One Super Bowl? One. Yep, only one trip, right? He's failed so many times. All that talk about Derek Carr. Derek Carr can't play in the cold weather. Well, neither can Aaron Rodgers. I've watched him lose in Lambeau in the playoffs multiple times. But he used to. I don't know. You know, he like th- this last year. It seemed like he he didn't have it in him. Like he really didn't feel like playing. I think he just looked at his receiver room, and it took some of those guys a while to to come along. And then they well, tried to bring Randall Cobb back. Randall Cobb was obviously washed. Alan Lazard was hurt. Uh, the Christian Watson kid, it took him a while to really get going. I'll never forget the pass he dropped early in the season against the Vikings. It looked like Aaron Rodgers wanted to walk off the field right then. Yeah, yeah, it did. But, I mean, you know, that's part of his fault, too. you got to work with these guys, you know. And he used to always do that, but I don't know. Now he's like a prima donna. Yeah, now he's he's taking trips to South America he, he's dating, you know, different chicks here and there that you hear about. Now he's doing the darkness retreat. It's like, bro, you're a quarterback. The only reason we know you is because of football. We don't care to know about everything else, but here we are. Yeah, well, he's got to he's got to stay in there and do his commercials, you know. But I don't think he it, uh, he's going to stay in Green Bay. You know, the Jets. Whatever happened to Mike White? We might have to bring Mike White. Back. <laughs> I jokingly said to someone today on Twitter, "I'm like, Mike White is available. <laughs> you hey. might actually have to consider bringing him back as you run out of options. I don't think he's a starter. Well, but, what do they uh, got to pay him? Maybe like twelve million a year. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what Mike White actually is going to command in but, free agency. We'll find out. Free agency starts next Wednesday. You know, you look at Daniel Jones. What do you have? Four good games this year. So now we're going to give him forty million. Not nah, it's just it's negotiations. It's the fact that we have Twitter. Like Twitter exists to throw people off and yeah, to spread like up the whole country. Yeah, it's just like it, I, I can't. There's verified accounts that aren't credible people. You don't know who to listen to, who to trust. Like I said in my open last night, I went to sleep thinking, wait, they said Aaron Rodgers or uh, Derek Carr is leaning Jets. If he's leaning Jets, the Jets shouldn't wait on Aaron Rodgers. And then today, boom. Right away, 10, 10 a.m., we find out that, uh, oh, wait, Carr is actually going to be a saint. That deal's done. He signed up four years. Yeah, what? so who lied and said that he was leaning Jets last night? Where did I that come from? Alan, Aaron Rodgers put that out. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' inner circle leaked that. According yeah. to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, 
last night. Who does he know or who does he not know? We don't know who to trust. I don't know. It's, it's something. It's really a laugh. I've never been a big Jets fan, but I'm starting to feel sorry for him. I am too. I have a, a few friends that are Jets fans, and they're 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 riding high on this Aaron Rodgers. Like there are Jets fans that today saw Derek Carr get signed, and that didn't make them upset. That made them more sure that Aaron Rodgers is coming here. I'm like, I don't uh, see that. What what would the comparison be to what the Jets would give him and Green Bay would give him? I. He's a Green Bay Packer. He's a lifelong Packer. Yeah. I don't know what his house looks like, but I'm sure he's got a nice compound somewhere in the woods of Wisconsin. Yeah, and his own little dungeon in the back. You know, yeah, he can do whatever he wants there. He comes here. He's got to start all over. Is he willing to start all over at 39, going on 40? It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It seems like a stretch. And and at the end of the day, these are the Jets. I expect them to mess it up before I expect them to actually figure it out and get it done. I mean, you know, Green Bay has adored him all these years, so how can he leave there, really? For Jordan Love? I don't know. Jordan Love, I guess that they wasted a pick on the kid, and it's time to find out whether he can or not. But everybody knows it's not close between what Jordan Love is on that field and what Aaron Rodgers is even at 39. The safe bet would to be, would be, hey, Aaron, we signed you for two years after you won back-to-back you know, MVPs, like, let's finish this thing out, man. Let's, let's try it again another year. And also, the road to a Super Bowl – is easier in the NFC, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Thanks for the call, Nick. We got to snap this here. We got to take a break now. Yep. All right. Getting closer to the halfway point of a five-hour KM to AM. We're going to mix in some other things, of course, but today is a big day. Uh, talk about, like, Monday news dump day. I also saw Calvin Ridley got reinstated. I think that Trevor Lawrence... Is going to take a step forward, man. Trevor Lawrence should have been the Jets quarterback. Remember that, Jets fans? Remember how the Jets figured out a way to mess that up? We're supposed to have the number one pick. Had to win a game against the, the Rams and Frank. Man, it's the NFL. If one thing doesn't happen, if another thing happens, it changes the course of the future. And here we are, waiting on good dough. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up, man. I'll be right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back. 
The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're at the halfway point of my five-hour show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to WFAN on the free Odyssey app or right on your radio. Keep McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host. And as much as I didn't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets quarterback situation, today is one of those days that you really should. Right? All the days that we speculated, all the days that we compared options, all the days that we looked down on Derek Carr, he's off the board. And he's got a good contract. And the more the more and more I look at this, I'm like, this was a no-brainer. This is a simple option for him. Plays in another dome. Plays in a weak division that has no other quarterbacks. I mean, Chris Olave is over there. Garrett Wilson is over here. But Chris Olave is another pretty good Ohio State wide receiver. That can be a number one for him. Alvin Kamara is over there. We'll see what he looks like moving forward. Taysom Hill is also over there, too. They're paying him like Taysom Hill is not going to be a factor. Of course he is. He's going to take some snaps. They paid Taysom Hill a couple years back. The Saints and Houdat Nation, they're all about their football. There's, that's the only team in town down there in New Orleans. I think it was a no-brainer for Derek Carr, especially if the Jets were playing around. And I guess we'll never know. But if the Jets were kind of giving this guy the runaround or, you know, they, they did take him out. You know, he was here, he did visit. If they weren't really steadfast on talking numbers in a contract, obviously he's going to go to the Saints who he met with weeks prior to his date with the Jets. But that's what, why I keep making this analogy and I keep making this reference as far as like, you know, today you saw the girl that you went on a date with, one date with, you saw that girl go public and confirm that she's in a relationship now. And she's going to be in that relationship. She's going to be happy over there in New Orleans with the Saints. And where are you as the New York Jets or the New York Jets fan base? Where are you? You went out to dinner with this chick, and she just confirmed to the world she doesn't want to be with you. And you obviously didn't do the right things to lock her up. You didn't didn't want to – you didn't show her you wanted to be with her. So now you are stuck chasing this girl that we know is single, but we don't know much about her desire to be with you. You don't don't know if she even wants to go on a date with you. She – is the type that plays like she doesn't want attention. She is the type that needs to be isolated and on her own. And, oh, why are you talking about me? Why are you thinking about me? Just ignore me. But she's a head case, bro. And I think I told you guys a while back, man, always chasing after the hottest girl in the room is not the best strategy. These hot girls are headaches. And there's a reason why they're single. Or there's a reason why they were with one guy for so long And now that guy is through with them. Now that guy doesn't want anything to do with them. And here we are, waiting for Godot. And if you don't land this chick, if this chick isn't what you've hyped up and told all your friends and fantasized over for years, where does that leave you? With whoever, literally, whoever. And if that's Jimmy G, is that enough to pump up Jets fans out there to say, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. Jimmy G's been to the Super Bowl. If it's Jimmy G or worse, like who else? You know, Baker Mayfield, I I saw a report, Baker Mayfield's got interest coming from the 49ers. Baker Mayfield was a Cleveland Brown. Then he went to L.A., got a taste of that. Like, he's going to sign with the 49ers if he can for whatever. What are we talking? Gardner Minshew, Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett? Oh, no, hell no. Uh Uh-uh. Can't do that. Didn't the Jets already raise their season ticket prices? Can't do that. Jarvis is up in Harlem. Jarvis, you're back on the fan. What's up, bro? What's up, Keith? How you doing? I'm all right. They just cut to uh, Aaron Judge walking off the Yankees when Jordan Romano was on the mound. And uh, I'm getting flashbacks to that game. Uh, I, that was actually one of the games last year that I left early to get to WFA, and I didn't actually see Judge win that game. I listened to it get called on the radio. And I was like, and then after that, the rest of the year, I kept one foot in Yankee Stadium, one foot out the door, and uh, made sure I didn't miss too many walk-offs. But we're getting back there, man. It's about to be baseball season later in this month. I'm excited about it. What you got for us tonight, Jarvis? 
Yeah, I want to make two points. I want to talk about the Knicks and the Jets. First on the Knicks, I saw the game last night. Um, you know, overtime and over um, over again against Boston, which they three and zero in the regular season against them. You know, so. And not to cut you off, folks, Boston is playing overtime again. I told you keeping my eyes on the NBA and those scores. Uh, In regulation, it finished 109-109. Boston, these guys got to be exhausted. They are in a third overtime in two nights against the Cavaliers, who are no slouch. They're right above your New York Knicks. Go ahead, Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah, like I saw the overtime. Yeah, so... You know, so I think, listen to BT second about like they're gonna be in the East Coast final. I mean, which I think is ridiculous. I think I don't believe it. Cause, you know, you got you got the Bucks well, and the Philadelphia. He had the, he was the first one to have that take, saying that they could get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and yeah, they've I mean, won a I bunch of games since. He so. must be like jumping on the Nick bandwagon. He's, a, he's Nick a Knicks Kool-Aid fan, but I think I it's just I think a lot is is just standing on your take, right? So until yeah. he's proven wrong, he's gonna keep riding that take. Yeah, he keep the running, but you know, so yeah, at least I don't think they're going to come fun. And one on the Jets, I know everybody's on the uh, Aaron Rodgers bandwagon, like he's going to be the savior. He's going to come take you to Super Bowl in two years, and like you know, it's the same. Like, well, the Jets haven't been in the place in twelve, about twelve years. You know, since I know everybody bring up the AFC Championship 09, 2010, when Mark Sanchez was like four and two in the in the role playoff game. That's like that was, how many years is that? Fourteen years? I mean. That's, that's a long time ago. It's like, I mean, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about Twelve year playoff drought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You got I mean, it you got yeah, that's another thing out. about Jets fans. You got like they, they they're talking Super Bowl right away. You gotta get back to the dance. You gotta Yeah, exactly. That's why I say you gotta get through these quarterback competitions like Patrick Mahomes or Joe Brown and Josh Allen. You know, yeah, you could bring Irons and you could take it to the playoffs. You know, you're not going to be Patrick Mahomes. You know, no matter yeah. what. The, Bro, wow, I, I saw a scary report today. You're not going to beat those quarterbacks. Mahomes bro. is not going anywhere. And exactly. there, there was a report today that's, that something Michael Thomas from the Saints could sign with the Chiefs. If, if, if Patrick Mahomes has can't guard Mike and Travis Kelsey, they're going right back to another Super Bowl. That's unfair. Exactly, exactly. That's not going to be easy to get through the AFC. So, you know, so it's not going to be easy. So, so thanks. All right, I'll talk to you. Thanks for the call, Jarvis. Yeah, I think a lot of times fans, of course, because we're fans, so we're dreaming of the pie in the sky, the best situation. Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl content. Aaron Rodgers couldn't get to a Super Bowl with the defense, with multiple running backs, receivers around him. In an NFC where multiple years – he was picked to be the favorite. Like this guy won MVP back to back to back years. What did he do after that to get to like? I don't know, bros. I don't know, bros. We can't assume that this guy comes here and like. I saw some. I don't know, man. With Aaron Rodgers, I I, I want to get to a, a a decision already. Like, can this guy tomorrow on Pat McAfee tell us something? Can we actually know already? Because today, when I saw this Derek Carr signing, it didn't make me think that the Giant or that the Jets were, you know, more in line to sign Aaron Rodgers. It, it hit me with a little bit of panic. I'm not even a Jets fan, but I was like, oh no, now one option is off the board. It's Aaron Rodgers or bust. And I, I think we're leaning more towards the, it's not Aaron Rodgers. Like, I can't trust this guy. Mary is on Long Island. What's up, Mary? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for calling up. I absolutely love your show. You're so entertaining. I wanted to tell you that first. But and what I really wanted to tell you was I'm driving home from work and I'm hysterical laughing with your dating analogy about Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. That is the perfect way to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's just spot on, and I wanted to call and tell you that. So we have a young woman Weighing in, fellas, that, hey, chasing the hottest girl in the class all the time. Like, there's a reason why she's alone. There's a reason why no one wants to actually put a ring on her finger. She's nuts. And you just, you got it. You just see the pretty hair and you you dream of, oh, that can be my wife. You don't. That's not what you actually really need. She's not what's good for you, folks. Exactly. I, I just loved it. And it's, you made me smile. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Mary. That's what I've been looking at with Aaron Rodgers, right? Okay, you got this this pretty rich girl, <laughs> got all the money, 
used to everybody, you know, paying attention to her every move. And she's been with one guy for 18 years. Oh, now you want her to come over here for a couple years. And that's the thing. You know it's not a long-term relationship. You just want to you just want to enjoy the thrills for a year. Maybe two. And she's not into you like that, bro. She's not even really checking for you like that. You're dreaming. But who what would like who's the backup though? Go, go I don't know. Who's the backup you, girl? Well, it was Derek Carr, but you looked at her like she's not good enough. I don't I don't know if they looked at her. I just they definitely looked at her. They went to they, dinner with her. They, they went to dinner with her, but I don't know if they went to dinner with her with the intention of asking they told, her out. They told her she could be a Hall of Famer here. They just wanted to see what her mindset was. And in reality, the Jets have to know okay. who their quarterback is at this point. This is they had to know when Nathaniel Hackett got hired because he can't take another job coming off that awful year that he had in Denver immediately unless he knows who the quarterback is. Well... They swiped right on Derek Carr. They got to messaging. Yeah, sure. I'll come out and eat at uh, I can never remember this restaurant in Summit, New Jersey. I would give Oh, Farino. I had it in, in uh it's still in my searches from uh for Fiorino Restaurante in Summit. So the, you know, you swipe right on Derek Carr, came all the way out to Fiorino Restaurante. It was great. You talked about the future and what could be. But it was you that didn't return the phone calls after that. It was you that thought, nah, you know. Isn't isn't it possible that maybe Derek Carr We could Carr do just, better. Maybe Derek Carr didn't want to come here. I think maybe he saw maybe he saw that, you know what? I'm gonna get crushed if Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to the Jets and I go to the Jets, I'm gonna get crushed. It's a no win situation for him. Because they're inspecting Hall of Famer. That's Aaron Rodgers' first ballot Hall of Famer, and they're getting Derek Carr. Maybe from his perspective, the Jets weren't the best landing spot for him. No. And, I mean, I just went through a few things. Dome to dome. He's going from a dome team to another dome team. Look at that division right now. They're talking about Desmond Ritter as the starter for the Falcons. Kyle Trask right. no, as it's the a, starter for the Bucks, And, and Sam Darnold as right. the starter no, for the No, it's a soft landing spot for a guy who's never won anything in his career. And I'm, it's nothing against Derek Carr. We're, I'm just being real. The guy's won nothing. He's been a top maybe 15 to 20 quarterback in the league, never won a thing, same organization his entire life. I don't blame him for maybe not wanting the smoke and not wanting to come to New York. I don't blame him. The smoke, bro, it's like, <laughs> like it's still the NFL. Like he's still going to play some tough teams, but like the smoke might not be worth it, especially if they were tap dancing around. That's what I'm saying. Right. If they if they're if he's thinking that, you know what, there's so much Aaron Rodgers smoke around this. What's the point of me going there? Or because if I go, if I if I go there and if I fail, I'm just going to be compared to Aaron Rodgers for two years. I That's said, all. He, he was he was at uh, Fiorino Restaurante and uh, he got in the Lyft Uber back to his hotel and they were listening to the fan and <laughs> that was 15 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour. He heard enough of the takes on him versus Aaron Rodgers. He's like, nah, I'm going to go to New Orleans. Do they even have a fan radio station in New Orleans? I guess they talk about the Pelicans and Saints all day. No, they talk about LSU football and and baseball and basketball down there. They don't even bother talking about the Pelicans. But, yeah, you know, I I, I don't know. We'll never actually know exactly, you know, what the Jets were thinking. But, of course, they, you know, they were courting him and he was an option. And he had options of his own. And, uh, man, that deal that was on the table, that's a good deal for him. And he took it. And so now one chip has fallen. The, the domino has fallen. It is Aaron Rodgers or you're going to be dealing with uh, some random free agent quarterback. And they're all randoms at this point compared to Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Garoppolo, whether it's Baker Mayfield, Minshew, Andy Dalton, whatever. They're not going to move the needle for the fan base. This fan base had to watch Zach Wilson take snaps, and he couldn't complete an eight-yard screen route. This kid could not run just a regular offense in the NFL that we see multiple. We saw Brock Purdy come in and run the same offense, and everybody's talking about how great Brock Purdy is. Well, all he did was get the ball into the hands of his playmakers. And do it with, like, some kind of moxie. Do it with some type of confidence that he was an NFL quarterback. He was the last pick of the draft. Zach Wilson was the number two overall pick. It snowballs. One thing leads to another. 
And because you messed up that number two overall pick, you're in a situation where the last two years, like from from the jump, they should have had a veteran quarterback here. Mistake. And when we watched how they moved on from LaFleur, right, LaFleur came out and said, he, he acknowledged the mistake. Yeah, in hindsight, we should have had a veteran here. And then not long after that, they part ways with him. They couldn't even fire their offensive coordinator right. What leads me to believe that they can go about landing the Hall of Fame-bound, Super Bowl-winning, multiple-time MVP quarterback that's out there right now? I just don't have that much confidence in it. But if it happens this week or this month, I can't wait to talk about it. Because right now, all we're doing is more speculation. And uh, I think we should shift more of the conversation to... Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley before we go away from this and talk World Baseball Classic, March Madness, John Morant, what's he thinking? Giannis trying to stat pad, what's he thinking? Uh, Even Geno Smith deserves some conversation here in New York as a quarterback that played for both teams. We got a break, though. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Drafted in 1988 in the 62nd round, the 1390th pick overall. Today, he calls Cooperstown home. Mike Piazza, welcome to the Hall of Fame. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, oh, New Jersey Devils vibes. Shout out to my Devils fans listening to the fan, waiting for Devils conversation to hit. It will at some point. I mean, when you call up and you start that conversation, we'll definitely take it there. I know I have all calls for Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Jones and some Knicks lined up, but special guest incoming Brian Hoke, who covers your New York Yankees. You almost called them the Yankees. I'm thinking of too many things. Covers your New York Yankees. Just hit me back, and we'll be able to bring him in for a couple minutes. I feel like we need to talk to somebody that is down at spring training. Brian is the best friend of mine. I've always followed him and appreciated his work, and it was even greater getting to meet him and um, see him at different games and events. I first met him at... The London series, it was super awkward because I was in the bathroom in London and saw him, but then like waited for him like a creep afterwards outside. Didn't want to ask for a picture in the bathroom, but you know, I just wanted to shake his hand, say hello, and ask for a photo. <laughs> and he's been cool ever since. Just saw him at uh, American Dream at the Pinstripe Pride event, so he'll join us at 10. But let's take another call or two. Evan is in Weehawken. What's up, Evan? You're on the fence. Yo, Keith, I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Knicks are back. Yeah, I know that. Knicks I've been back. watching them very closely. I'm not hating on it. I, it is okay. It is better than okay. This never happens. Oh, man. Keith, like, the Knicks are just so incredibly back. You have no idea. Ever since they got Josh Hart, they like not losing has just unleashed an incredible joy inside of me that i haven't felt literally <laughs> since like 2012 how old are I you evan how, how old how old are like you and how long have you been watching the knicks uh, i'm 23 uh i've probably been watching the knicks since i was like six uh and like my first uh i'm trying to think my first memories like i love the david lee knicks uh chris <laughs> duhan yeah, right, that's the era. So you you started tapping into the Knicks when I graduated high school in 2006. So that that's what I'm talking about when I was saying like there are young fans. They this is let them enjoy their time. Like <laughs> this is so rare for the young Knicks fans. That 2006 that was years after the 90s Knicks were done. And yeah, you might have been able to feel uh you know Carmelo and those guys, but this is different. Like so. Yeah, I've never really experienced any winning as a Knicks fan. But the thing is, is that I'm just so happy that, like, I keep on hearing people saying that, like, that, like, you guys were back in, like, 2020. So, like, you can't keep saying you're back. But the thing is, is that it's a continuation of being back. Like, we were all, like, devastated that last year we thought that it was just, like, over and the winning was just, like, we were going to have to rebuild all over Took a step back last year, yes. 
Weren't sure where you were headed this year, but Jalen Brunson kind of made some people think, okay, we can't be worse than last year, and look where you are now. They were talking about whether this team would make the play-in slash playoffs just a couple months ago. Yeah, I know. So it's a confirmation that we're back, like, for real from 2020. Like, this is like a new era. Like, the Knicks went, like, era-less basketball from, like, 20, from, like, since they won 50 games with Melo and all those old guys to now. Like, you can't really call that anything. And now, so, like, with the young guys you have, the optimism should be that this is sustainable, that this could even get better. With the draft capital you have, maybe you can bring another star player. You didn't make the Donovan Mitchell move, and uh, shout-out to Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have defeated the Celtics in overtime, 118-114. to The Celtics have lost three in a row. Yeah, and so the thing that the Knicks are missing, why I'm so, like, devastated, is Kevin, they need, like, a lethal scorer, like Kevin Durant, and just, like, because they need that consistent scorer. Like, everyone, like, you shouldn't trade Julius. You should just not rely on him as much, mm-hmm. as, like, just to, like, score late in games like this. Like, they just need one more person to make the big shot, and then they're, like, the best team in the league. I think the optimism is one. Like, I, I, you should be optimistic. You should enjoy this ride this year. Like I just said, the Celtics are losing games. I think they're burnt out from the run that they made last year, and they're realizing, hey, to do this again, like, you know, it's a long way to go. The Knicks are trending up. You could catch the Cavaliers at four. I, I'm just, I'm not putting a cap on what the Knicks can do, and I'm, I'm not going to be a hater because I'm a Nets fan. It has nothing to do, you know. There's so many times that Knicks fans were hating on the Nets and what they were doing that I felt like, yo, mind your business. It's got nothing to do with you. So I'm minding my business as a Nets fan. I don't think we play each other the rest of this year. Congrats to the Knicks fans on nine in a row. Go make it ten in a row. And carry that momentum into the playoffs and see what you can do, right? That's where Knicks fans' heads should be. And thank you for the call, Evan. The whole thing should be we want to get to the playoffs. If we can be a four seed like we were two years ago, great. But we want to get to the playoffs and advance a round. We want to get to the playoffs and not celebrate one win in the playoffs like we did in 2021, 2022. Or actually, it was 2020 into 2021 season. The 2021-2022 season, they took a step back. So here you are as a Knicks fan, right? You weren't sure, right? That year, all right, Trey Young, we get it. You weren't sure what that team was going to be, what they were going to do. The team is better now, and the hope should be, okay, we just want to advance. We want to get into the first round and get out of it. We want to get into the second round. Whoever we face, wherever the chips land, this team you think is good enough to get out of the first round, and that's where the expectation should be. Because if you get into the first round and you win two games, it's not going to really be good enough, and people will be able to have the last laugh on the Knicks and their fans. You should want this Knicks team to fight for that four seed, which now, if we go check the NBA standings, I mean, the Cavs get another win. So the Celtics lose a game, but the Cavs that are right in front of you they're still right in front of you, but you're a game behind them. So I think for Knicks fans, listen to me as a Nets fan who had a little bit of a run, a little bit of a run. I think in, in talking Nets, one of our fans threw in a, in the chat that Katie and Kyrie only played 74 games together in the uh, four years that they were here. So that's why I say a little bit. You had a We had a little bit of it. Knicks fans, you dodged the whole KD and Kyrie era. It hurt when you saw they chose Brooklyn. They came to New York, but they they chose the second team. It hurt. But fast forward time, we're watching KD and Kyrie hoop yesterday against each other. KD blocking Kyrie and uh, reports coming out that their relationship isn't great. They're not really talking. Brian Winter saying they have no relationship. They walk right, right past each other on the floor. I, I mean, I think he's reading a little bit too much into that. But you heard you heard KD literally say he wanted to finish out the season. And from what we can tell, Kyrie went rogue, blew this thing up over his own ego and his lack of an extension. And he blew it up in the face of his own friend that he brought here to New York. So you dodged all of that. You dodged all of the vaccine stuff, the anti-Semitic stuff. You dodged all the KD injuries. As great as KD is, he was not available for the Nets. We got to see greatness. And we respect his greatness, but he was not on the floor enough with his running mate. 
that plotted to come here and play for the Brooklyn Nets. The Knicks have a team now with multiple young guys under control. They have draft picks, and they have a future right now with these guys that they can look forward to. Take the magic carpet ride. Don't let anybody hate on you or tell you anything, even in your own fan base, because I see some Knicks fans that just it's too good to be true right now. They don't want to believe. Well, believe that you have a team that with less than 20 games left can potentially be a top four seed in the East and maybe win more than one game, maybe even get to the second round. That should be what your thoughts and focus are. And anything else that comes after that is bonus, is a plus. Okay, right now I'm going to Brian Hoke. We're going to break. We're going to call Hoke in. If you're on hold, stay on hold. You'll be uh, in that order that you are. Kenny, Phillip, Dave, JC, you guys, I will get right to you. We're only going to talk to Brian for 10 minutes. He's giving us his time. Keith McPherson on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.